Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Al-Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empower to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Elbash. I have the privilege today to be talking to my friend, Sohal Baklawi, because we, again, as always, you know, that's what I say with, I think, with every guest. We connected on so many levels and I loved our conversations. And of course, we just have to kind of encapsulate it in one of the episodes. Soha is one of the, well, I'm going to say what, what she does first and then who she is or part of who she is. Uh, she is the founder of Business Sita, which is, again, of course, all about women empowerment in business uh, network in Egypt. And also she is one of the awardees of the top 50 influential women of Egypt of 2022. Soha, hi. <laughs> Hi, Hanan. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for accepting to be my guest on the podcast. It's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> okay, so I always start at this place. I say Empowered to Grow is the name of the podcast. And, you know, when I told you about it, what was the first thing or what's kind of the impression that you have when we talk about being empowered to grow? What does it mean to you? Uh, being empowered to grow, uh, the word empowerment itself is very, very rich and very broad. And I guess uh, this is one of the main things that made me want to launch something about women back in 2016. Uh, let me let me take you on the journey of how Business Cita started. So I was managing the family business. I was doing great. Everything was good, uh, according to society, according to uh, the materialistic standards of society. Yep. Then I attended a life-changing retreat. It was called the Arab Woman Leaders, and it, it consisted of 18 uh um, Arab woman leaders, actually. Uh, and I came out of this retreat just um, changed because it tackled uh, uh, that woman, regardless of their career achievement and regardless of what they've reached, they still suffer one of three main things, mm. or it can be two or three or all of them, which is societal stereotypes, um, society trends and norms, etc., etc. Their unconscious bias of themselves and self-critique. To me, it was self-critique. I collapsed for three hours and then I left wanting to do something about it. Mm. And I guess to me, empowerment is basically just the awareness and followed by the freedom of choice, whether you want to heal and start getting empowered or start to work on yourself to overcome what life throws at you. Mm. Or just, you know, some people choose to be aware and just sit there. And that's a different type of empowerment. But I guess to me, empowerment is more about awareness and freedom of choice. Okay. And once you have the freedom of choice, take whatever choice that makes you comfortable. But just keep in mind that that 
we're all connected one way or another and that it's not a, it's never empowering one woman i mean we walk or we talk or we have an impact that is small or we can say it's tiny steps yeah. but it has to resonate one way or another that's true that's true okay so you've introduced a bit about your story but i say being empowered to grow for yourself and actually also empowering others what's another part of your story that you would like to share with you with us uh okay um so i shared how business city started yeah. um 2017 um i attended the retreat in 2016 and 2017 was the transitional year of my life, including leaving the home business, getting married, et cetera, et cetera. And it was um, a blessed in disguise. You know how we always say that traumatic years or that hard years or hardships are always a blessed in disguise. Uh, so basically leaving the family business wasn't the easy part for it. Uh, getting married was even harder because I was a daddy's girl. And he, he never was able to express his emotions about letting his daughter go to someone else mm -hmm. to the degree that he would hold like the most bizarre things against him. Like my kid would be called after him and we're like, error. <laughs> That's the basic sequence of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you did that way before he did that. He's doing that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and somehow, uh, my father couldn't backfire in anything uh, uh, other than on me in work because we've been grown. I mean, I come from a multicultural background. I lived most of my life out of Egypt. Uh, Alhamdulillah, we never had the societal um, community affecting us one way or another because of my father, mm. who was always, you know, this is you, be you, stand unique. Uh, I don't care what anyone ever says. Uh, the unconscious bias of women in general. He was like, no dream big, shoot for the stars, do this, do that. So he was literally uh, uh, everything anyone could wish for. But 2017 made me, um, I mean, when he collapsed like that and when he acted like that, and then at the beginning of 2018, only three months after launching Business Eater, I got divorced as a type of backfire from what happened from me leaving the work unexpectedly and all the internal, uh, what they call heat between mm. my father and this. Uh, so uh, it came to me that um, he's only human. And uh, we're all here to make mistakes. And my ex-husband is only human. And by the way, I'm very grateful to have him as a husband and as an ex-husband. And we have a great relationship because this is not very common in the region, yep. especially in Egypt. People yep. are like, he's your ex-husband. May God take him to hell. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, he's a good person, I swear. Mm. Uh, but uh, empowered to grow, you know, when you hit rock bottom and there's no way but up. Yeah. And you, there comes days when you say, okay, how, why did I wake up? I can't wake up anymore. Mm. And then you realize at the end of it that, you know what? Yeah, it was hard, but uh, again, and this is a resonance of what dad used to tell, to tell me when I was young. I was like, dad, this broke me. And he's like, you're still breathing. Nothing can break my girl as long as you have Allah. So when, 
when I was working, I mean, I took the first six months of Business Cita just off after the launch. Yeah. And then I started pushing forward. And then after that, I started going to a therapist to, to find how can I heal myself and become even better. Mm-hmm. And now looking back at it, 2017 is a blissful year. 2018 is, a, I mean, if it wasn't for that year, I wouldn't have been where I am today. That's true. And this sounds a little too cliche. I understand. No, that. it's not. But, but that's, that's the point. I actually, Yes, people say it in a way that they don't mean it, but realistically, it is these hardships, it is these um, kind of defining moments and milestones that create who you are today, because you you made it through, you grew through them. Exactly. And uh, I I always like this quote that it's not the hardships that are the bliss. It's how you chose to react and overcome and heal them. I mean, now people look at me and they're like, you're glowing. Um, I feel very peaceful because through my journey, I realized that I was doing a lot of things on the wrong way. I was more connected to uh, the tangible measurements, uh, the imposter in me. And this is still a work in process. Still sometimes fights you're not doing good enough. I mean, (laughs) this and that, this and that. So empowered to grow is an ongoing journey. Healing is an ongoing journey. And perhaps one of my friends once told me, I, I was telling, I was talking with them and he's a male by the way. And I need to just highlight this out on, on um, out there that empowerment of women cannot come without men on the table. Yep, and it's not in a vacuum. We were, <laughs> yeah, and we are not, competitive we are complementary and god created adam and eve and will always i mean we we are the yin and yang and we cannot say that one can do it without the other so just let's put it out there and uh yes in society there is more awakening in the women uh, overcoming and being empowered but I applaud and support and uh, uh, I'm happy with any man who's on a a healing journey because again, as a society, we labor them to toughen up, not express their emotions, et cetera, et cetera, which backfired with me and my dad, who was not able to say that you're my baby girl and I'm not this okay of letting you get married. So please, please, <laughs> we want to do something or I, I wish that you could do a podcast about men being empowered. Yeah. Okay. So like this that. is on okay. the side. Maybe and empowered I'll... to grow the men edition. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it. Now I'm like, okay, I need to write some ideas down. <laughs> So I was talking to a friend of mine and I'm like, okay, and I need, I still need to heal this and heal that. And he's like, so how you've done so much healing and you're already growing. Do you still need more healing? And I'm like, I paused for a second and I told him, if you have a hundred kilos on your chest and I remove 80 kilos of them uh, and you want to remove the other 20 because the more you remove, the more you're able to breathe, the more you're able to enjoy the small things in life, et cetera, et cetera. Would you like it if I tell you, you know what, you removed 80, so just stick with the 20? Yeah. And he's like, oh boy, I would want to move it all. And I'm like, this is how healing works. It's like an onion. And the more you heal, the more you're attracted to healing. Yeah, sure. And healing is not, and I just need to say this out loud, it's not easy. It's mm-hmm. not uh, done like a switch of the light on mm-hmm. and off. 
And it's not a one-way journey. You keep going back and forth. (laughs) Back and forth, back and forth. And sometimes you feel that you have ended this or you have solved this trauma and then it comes back firing in your face like you never tackled it before, but on a different level. And most of the time we get tired of healing and it's like, please, please universe, don't press upgrade. I beg you, (laughs) I'm still on this level and I need to rest, but it's rewarding. Somehow with all this that's happening, it's rewarding, it's peaceful, it makes you go through, it makes you look back at just a month or a day ago and a same situation and you're like, you know what, I'm growing, I'm acting differently, I'm not triggered anymore. So this is my story. Coming from that area, actually, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but I want to take from kind of this, not the segue, but actually the continuation of this from where you stand right now and part of your journey, what would you have gone back and told your 19 year old self? What do you, would you have, uh, what kind of advice would you have given her? Um, just to buckle up, it's one hell of a ride. <laughs> um, because of the overachievement or the imposter that's, you know, I mean, I think you do have an imposter in you yourself. Uh, I guess I'll say um, winning is about being peaceful and happy rather than achievements because there came a time when I was only 26 or 27 and I had severe nerve inflammation in my left arm that was going all the way up to my shoulder. I've had stomach aches or an upset stomach and indigestion since I was three years old. Um, it, look, anything that's in the body, any disease is psychosomatic, yep. which means it comes from a thought or a feeling or this and that. And I mean, the body is on auto heal. So I'll just tell her, buckle up, relax. It's one hell of a ride, but it's worth it. Everything of it. Okay, the other end of the spectrum then, your 90-year-old self, what would you like her to thank you for today? If she were to send you a message in a time capsule. Well, that um, she's happy that I've always had faith in her. I never gave up on her. She's happy that no matter what, I have her back. And um, I love her unconditionally. And perhaps, and this is uh, starting 2022, I'm working on the inner parent uh, uh, to be supportive, regardless of what she wants to do and how she wants to do it. And, to just give her the, the freedom of experimentation. I guess this is it. So Especially that as a child, I was very experimental and yeah. I was a demon in disguise. And <laughs> <laughs> my siblings, the older and the younger, could not get away from my troubles. I was like yeah. the, the, the thinking mind. And they were <laughs> like the tools that are doing this stuff. <laughs> That's nice. So you want her to... To thank you for unconditional love, because with unconditional love, everything else comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. 
Okay, so our last question is, um, you're on a stage, and I know you've been on stages before, you're on a stage and you are talking to tens of thousands of women. And the talk is about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you leave them with? Um, empowered to grow. That, uh, I guess, and I always say that uh, we as women are the most powerful creature ever created on the planet. It's enough that we're the only portal that takes from the, be the before life to this life. And I'm sorry, I have to say this. If it wasn't for us who stepped back or lost our track, the world will not be as corrupted as it is today. After all, we're not half the society, we raised the other half. Mm. And um, that we do have a lot of toxic traits and toxic uh, thoughts and to toxic emotions. And I guess starting with one woman, starting with one thought, starting with one awareness, starting with minor or baby, baby steps is just a good start. And that's what I want any and every woman to go through. Don't look at where you are in the next 10 years, five years, one year, one month. Just look that you walked a baby step, a milestone. Just have this aha moment of awareness. To me, this is enough for empowerment to grow. You've got a very interesting take on that. That's a very interesting perspective. Thank you so much, Soha. Um, where can our viewers and listeners find you in virtual space? Um, well, um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, and of course, Businessita, we have our website. Okay, and, and we're going to be including all the links in the show notes anyway. Yeah, and I'm open for any calls, any um connections again i believe that uh, it's it's all about the community a, wom a woman herself can't do anything alone but women together can do a lot better that's true i always say it's all about the ripple impact effect you can be impacting whoever's in your circle one person or a million people but it's up to you to create that ripple effect positive yeah. impact ripple effect exactly <laughs> Thank you, my friend. It's been a pleasure. And I'm looking forward to our uncharted discussion, which comes up in the next episode. Thank you, Soha. You're more than welcome. Thank you so much, Hanan. Have a great day. So um, as we said, it's, uh, or as Soha was saying, it starts with one thought. It starts with one action. It starts with one step. It is about being empowered to grow, empowered to grow. It comes from within you, but it also resonates outside of you. So make sure that you are doing the best that you can do today to be the best version of yourself today and to empower you of tomorrow. As always, love, abundance, and prosperity. And we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananubasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.